WTAW news time is four minutes after eight. It is 66 degrees and foggy, so take your time out there. We'll take a look at your forecast coming up after the news. Brought to you by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, your one-stop steel supply store on Highway 21 East in Bryan. Go to pioneerboys.com. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. The operators of College Station's first food truck park have won less city regulation. That's after the city council approved a request to not require two police officers on duty on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. The vote followed an update from Police Chief Scott McCullum. We haven't seen the activity that we expected initially, and so uh, we feel confident that modification of this conditional use permit is appropriate. Councilman Jerome Rectorick made the motion to, move, to remove the required law enforcement presence. At the time it was appropriate to be more conservative in our approach to this and have the police department do what they did here but I, it is proven that's not necessary. The operators did not ask the council to extend the sale of alcoholic beverages past midnight or to expand choices beyond beer and wine. It's been almost two years since a party at a former Texas A&M fraternity house led to the death of one member and the arrests of nine other members. The Brazos County District Attorney's Office announced yesterday that five former members facing felony drug charges lost their motion to suppress drug-related evidence that was seized following the death of Anton Gridneff. Gridneff died of an accidental overdose of several types of opiates. The ruling comes five weeks after prosecutors asked the judge for a decision because of concerns of being able to prosecute those cases due to potential speedy trial issues. Oral arguments were made last September, and the last of the written arguments were submitted last November. No trial dates have been set for the five charged felonies. According to online records, a sixth and seventh former Sigma Nu member have court appearances set in September and October. An eighth and ninth former member no longer face charges of possessing drug paraphernalia after completing requirements of deferred disposition. And a wrongful death lawsuit in Harris County filed by the father of Anton Gridneff remains active. Trial date could be set next January, involving Sigma Nu and 10 former members, among others. Bill Oliver, News Talk 1620 WTAW. The first murder indictments are issued from the biker shootout in Waco three years ago. More than 20 other bikers were re-indicted on new charges ranging from rioting to tampering with evidence. Those lesser charges come just eight days before the statute of limitations runs out. Police arrested nearly 200 bikers following the shooting at the former Twin Peaks restaurant that left nine people dead and 20 injured. For more than 20 years, Rock Prairie Elementary School and College Station has had a butterfly garden. This afternoon, there will be a dedication of the garden as a Monarch Way Station. This is a certification stating that this location is a place that helps sustain the Monarch population and the Monarch migration. So we are now in a national registry that you can go through on monarchwatch.com and it will pull up Rock Prairie Elementary. PTO member and parent Jessica Matthews, who was in charge of the garden, says it's enjoyed by students and their parents. And just seeing the kids actually have that hands-on experience and seeing their eyes light up of, I found a caterpillar and I saw a butterfly in the garden. I think that that's really amazing. The parents enjoy it because it's a nice place to go and there's tables in the garden. So now they have a nice place to go and sit with their child during lunch or even just to go and visit. It's just I feel like it has a nice atmosphere and all the flowers are in bloom right now, so it's just a beautiful place to be. A butterfly release is part of the dedication program that starts at 3.30. 
Congress continues to work on the next farm bill, which, among other things, provides money for food stamps. Congressman Bill Flores supports a work requirement to those between 18 and 59 with no children under the age of six and who are not disabled. This is an 80 percent issue back home. People feel like if the taxpayer is supporting you, you need to be looking for work or have a job or getting trained for work. And we actually set it up where we're training the folks to get a job. Flores says there are 8 to 12 million on food stamps who could be working. We're putting these reforms out there because we think nothing beats a paycheck in terms of trying to move people from dependence to independence and to help them have the fulfillment that comes with a good job. On our show, Flores says there are 24 million on food stamps down from 42 million during the Obama administration. And motorists on Interstate 45 in Navarro County caught a big mistake on a new highway sign. With all the construction on a freeway, drivers couldn't help but notice the new sign for the Business 45 exit off of Interstate 45. It should have read Corsicana, but instead there was a typo, and it read Coruscana. And those who live in Corsicana really noticed, especially Dr. Marianne Wilson. She's the director of the Corsicana Library. She says she's offering remedial spelling to anyone who had anything to do with the sign. TxDOT's response, crews have covered the sign and it will be replaced tomorrow. Kelly Weiss, TSN News. WTAW News Time is 10 minutes after 8. It's 66 degrees. Call or text us this morning, 979-695-1620. This Look at News is brought to you by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. One more look at your local headlines at 830 or you can always go online to WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber, News Talk 1620, WTAW. As the Brazos Valley's largest supplier of metal building components, pipe, and steel, Pioneer stocks a complete line of metal building and carport packages. From structural framework like I-beam and square tubing to sheet metal, trim packages, roll-up doors, and insulation, Pioneer is your one-stop shop. Metal buildings and carports are Pioneer Steel's specialty. Pioneer Steel. Highway 21 East, call 979-589-2333 or on the web at pioneerboys.com. Dayhill, a Xerox company, is the leader in business solutions for over 20 years. We're more than just copiers. Let the Dayhill team help you create document and content management in a safe and secure environment that will store and retrieve your important data quickly. Whether you're looking for copy equipment, manage print services, IT solutions, or fax and scan services, let the local Dayhill sales team help you find the perfect solution with our Dayhill 360 assessment. Local service local sales, local knowledge is Dayhill's customer service commitment to you. Contact Dayhill locally today, 774-2200 or at dayhill.com. Good morning, it's 8-11. Let's do some weather. It's brought to you by Skyline Communications in business for your business since 1981 with two-way radios and paging service call Skyline Communications, 775-2929. Warm air will continue to cross the region coming up from the Gulf of Mexico thanks to high pressure off to our east. Temperatures today are going to be up to about 85 to 90. It'll be breezy. Clear to partly cloudy overnight, 65 to 70. Partly sunny and breezy tomorrow. There could be a stray shower, 85 to 90. Clear to partly cloudy, near 70 tomorrow night. Saturday, we're partly sunny. Chance for an isolated shower, hot with temperatures near 90. I'm meteorologist Rob Carrollin for News Talk, 1620 WTAW. Okay, you know you should get your mom some flowers this weekend. Yeah. Study published in the Environmental Health Perspectives makes the case for upping your game and getting her a plant. Ooh, okay. It will live longer. As long as, you know, she, she, takes, care she, she takes care of it. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, but you're right. They do last longer. Harvard researchers find U.S. American women who live in homes surrounded by a lot of vegetation 
have a significantly lower mortality rate than women who live in areas with less greenery. Now, <clears throat> okay, that's fine. These are researchers from Harvard and Brigham and Women's Hospital, which are both very well regarded. But consider, they're in the city, okay? Okay. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on in the city that's different than sure. in suburbia, like where we live, or yeah. out in the country, like where uh, Zach's folks live. I mean, it's different out there. So they're trying to say it's the green that makes the difference, and okay. What they did is they analyzed satellite imagery, and they found that women who lived in the greenest surroundings had a 12% lower overall mortality rate versus those living in the least green areas. Okay. I don't believe that. Yeah, sure. Again, but if you got, I mean, even if you've got a nice yard that you can go sit in and look at, that's better than if you're living in a, a, right, a tenement somewhere yeah, or a high yeah, rise. Yeah, exactly. Better situation. Sure. So they go through and they decided that they wanted to check that. The other thing is that get that also gives them opportunities for physical activity and social interaction. And that lowers your stress levels as well. So mm -hmm. it's more than just the vegetation. It's just kind of the whole deal that goes on in their world when it comes to that. All right, so the media blog, uh, media post blog, uh, ask about 1,300 moms for their thoughts on taking a night off. Okay. And just Mother's Day in general. So here's some findings. 82% believe they deserve a night off. Sure. However, the greatest challenge, money and finding childcare. Mm -hmm. When moms do take a night off, they worry most about their spouse not putting the kids to bed <laughs> on time. Cause yeah. Because when, when mom's away, dad's going to do That's all right. That's right. Yeah. Dad's going up, getting pizza and a six-pack. I'm going to sit down and watch the game. Yeah, kids are fine. Anyway, <clears throat> while I'm thinking about it, this is Thursday. Dads, get some blank paper, Okay and let the kids draw on it and make that the wrapping paper for her gift. Okay? Oh, that's oh. cute. Yeah, look just at you, Scott. Really good idea. Well, look, you have to do these things when your kids are growing up. You know, and my kids won't do it anymore. I keep saying, hey, you know, mom's <laughs> birthday's coming. Yeah, hey, draw some wrapping paper. That's it. The majority reports that having a night out with friends only twice a year while their spouse or partner averages once a month. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Twice a year? Really? Yeah. That's the only time for mom's night out? Guess so. Huh. Over half would elect to have dinner and drinks at their favorite restaurant on a night off, followed by a chick flick. Chick flick. Going chick to flick. a chick flick. So there you are. Just think about what some of the things mom might want. Yeah. Mom might or, or want. Or ask her. Could do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> New York City woman arrested after police discovered she used obituaries to rob grieving families oh, while they're attending the funeral. That's terrible. That is horrible. Yep. Creative, but horrible. Yep. Officers were investigating a string of robberies and noticed the victims were listed as next of kin in funeral arrangements, and their, those families' homes were robbed during the time when they were attending the services. Oh, mm. my god! So detectives staked out the homes of a recently deceased person, and yeah. when a car... That matched the description the suspects pulled up. Police swooped in. Good on detectives. Good. Yep. That's some good detective it work is. right and there. They found that they were still carrying around some stuff from a February robbery, oh, so a burglary. So they nice uh, got that. proof. Yeah. Good. All right. Did you hear about this? Minnesota man runs a pinata business out of his home. Because pinatas are so popular. Exactly. Are popular. Well, what are you talking about? Apparently in Minnesota, it's a, yeah, it's a I deal. Guess so. He is apologizing for what he said was a misunderstanding that stirred outrage online. Uh-oh. Here we go. 
Victor Chavaria, who is the owner of the Happy Kids Pinata, said he recently filled an order for a wedding that included pinata replicas of the wedding party. Oh. Okay, so there was like white, yep, right. Latino, and African-American men and women. Okay. A neighbor snapped a picture of the African-American pinatas hanging outside the home. Oh. That goes viral. So oh. He's got to offer an explanation and an apology on his business Facebook page. Quote, I deeply care about the concern out there. Right. If you will allow me, I could try to respectfully share with you who we, Hispanics, interpret pinatas in celebrations. We want to teach our children to reach out to the goodness inside, regardless of the shape. The birthday kid usually chooses a liked character, like Spider-Man or a Disney princess. Oh, for sure. And in this case, I was making pinatas for a wedding that happened to include Caucasian, Latino, and African-American grooms and bridesmaids. This is one of those, like, nosy neighbor gone wrong. Exactly. It is unfortunate that many were offended with something unfamiliar to them. Ah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. However... I liked you openly. Uh, I like that you openly stated your frustration. This gave me an opportunity instead sure. to share with you so that you will not have the wrong assumptions about future pinatas. So does he just take his pinatas and hang them up outside his house? I don't know. Maybe That's that what it sounds could like. be like a, an advertising thing, right? Until oh. the uh, yeah, or maybe it's part of the process. Maybe they were hanging out to dry yep. or something while he was working on other ones inside the house. Could, and so could be that. Just mm-hmm. happened that the ones that were outside. I mean, uh, trust me, I I get how. I would also, if I saw that site, would be like, whoa, what, what's going on over there? But, yeah, it's it's obviously a really big misunderstanding. And all the pinatas I've seen were like donkeys or something like that. I've never seen one with, you with know. With people? Yeah, oh. and that the bride and I mean, groom would have one of oh, themselves. That's, that's kind of different. interesting. That's a little bit interesting. Hey, yeah. come whack well, me maybe, until some well, candy okay, pops but, out. But maybe they weren't going to actually beat the pinatas at the wedding. Maybe they were just wedding decorations. Could have been And that. they thought it would be funny sure. to have one representing yep. each part you of say, the... You say, oh, that's him, that's her. Right, that's, yeah. that's the bridesmaids, mm-hmm. those are the groomsmen. I mean, that could just be fun decoration, that's, too. Uh, because I've, I've seen pinatas that were not actually like beaten Designed and filled with candy. Right. Exactly. Sure, that could be. I'd uh, still whack that thing just in case. All right. Okay, so here we go. Here's a kind of an interesting story. Last spring, Fiona Presley, gardening outside her home in Scotland, when she noticed a queen bumblebee at her feet, she says she quickly sensed... Was it wearing a crown? No, I don't know. She quickly sensed that there was something not right as the bee seemed, her words, shaky and disoriented. Okay. Don't know what a disoriented or shaky bumblebee looks like, but nonetheless. Might have been drunk on honey. Could have been. Swerving, it's, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, afraid that she might get stepped on, Fiona bent over and noticed that the queen bee had no wings. Aww. So not sure how to help out, she offered the bee some sugar water and set her on some flowers, hoping that she would be able to eventually manage on her own. Well, when she checked the spot a few hours later, found that the bee had not moved. So to make matters worse, there was a strong storm brewing. So Fiona went one step further. She took the bee inside that oh, night geez. to keep it warm and feed it. Okay. <laughs> now she reached out to bee experts who told her it was likely that it had a virus that had caused the wing development issues. Unable to fly, 
Chances of survival were slim. Mm -hmm. Fiona decided that she would try to help the bee, making her a tiny private garden to live in for her final days. She enclosed the garden in netting so that her winged counterparts wouldn't swoop in and deplete the garden so that this bee would be able to get what she needed. As the days continued, Fiona noticed the bee, who she named Bee, Bee. Cool. Uh, would emerge from foliage every time she dropped by the enclosures. Oh, stop. And under Fiona's <laughs> care, Bee outlived most other queen bumblebees. For how uh, long did it I don't say? know. Does it say? Just say. I mean, sweet story, but yeah. well, that is really going above and beyond. I guess no. She's got Fiona's beyond. got. She's, yeah, thank you. Uh, okay. Stop. Fiona's got uh, time on her hands. So. A uh, lot of time. Still a better love story than Twilight. I didn't see yep. Twilight. Yeah, it's okay. You never heard that joke with people are like, oh, yeah, it's still a better love story than Twilight. <laughs> no. Nope. And it's just like some kind of stupid thing. I don't okay. know. Never mind. That's okay. Hopefully the listeners got it if All y'all didn't. Yeah, 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 hope so. <laughs> Website compiled a list of each state's favorite 90s sitcom. <laughs> okay. okay. And like all of these lists, they use data from uh, Google Trends. Uh, in this case, they use data from the past 14 years. Number one in 13 states was? Friends. That's right. Yeah. Would have to be South Dakota, Nebraska, Minnesota, a bunch of others, including Texas in okay. there. Second place, five states, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, in some Pennsylvania? Others? Was it popular? No, it wasn't. No, oh. it was Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Maryland, and Washington, okay. D.C. He moved from West Pens- West Philadelphia. He moved. Uh, to- it's in the song, though. Oh, I, I don't just, know. You know. I've never seen the show. So, okay. Oh, okay. Right, a bunch of sitcoms that had that were in three states. That 70s show, uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, King of Queens, Frasier, Saved by the Bell, and The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Home Improvement's say- not on there? Home Improvement is not on wow. there. Wow. Uh, Nanny was uh, named in a couple of states. No, thanks. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh. I used to watch that. Yeah. I love Sabrina. What's interesting is Seinfeld only got two. Really? Well, and I mean, I get that that 70s show came out in 1998, but I don't know that I would have thought of that as a 90s sitcom. No, uh, that that's true. Because it took place more in the 2000s. Uh, let me see. One, uh, Three other shows were uh, number one in one state each. That was uh, Third Rock from the Sun, The Drew Carey mm. Show, and Boy Meets World. Oh, okay. So there you are. I wasn't allowed to watch The Drew Carey Show. Oh, is that right? <laughs> it had adult content. Oh, okay. Mimi was pretty scary. I was going to say, yeah. Mimi with the, with the makeup yeah, was. She yeah, was she was a little bit over the top there. Alright, major study review showed drinking one glass of white wine a day can raise your risk of prostate cancer oh, by a quarter. No. Oh my. Wait, in men, right? Yeah, that's why okay. we remember we're going to talk about yeah, the yeah, wine yeah. that men should be drinking. But is it okay that I drink white wine? I, I don't think it did. This is all about guys. Okay. Yep. Doesn't, Are you yep. going to get prostate cancer? Uh, I don't think that's a, possible. A daily red wine appears to slash the chance of developing the disease by one-eighth. So not only is it neutral, it's even better oh. if it's red wine. There you go. I like uh, white wines. They're sweet. Well, just saying. They're just, sweet just red wines, too. Yeah, there are. That's mm-hmm. true. Researchers uh, analyzed the boozing habits. Well, that's not very nice. Analyzed the, the, the boozing, boozing habits. habits and medical records of 611,000 men wow. taken from 17 previous studies. The researchers believe that uh, Revestrol, Resveratrol, Resveratrol, that's it. I knew if I said it enough times wrong, I'd say it right. Uh, in the skin of the, of the red grapes, 
has the cancer-fighting properties, which may counteract the harm of the alcohol. Well, I'm not sure about that. Okay. Depends on how much of that you consume. Anyway, there are around 10 times as many of these in the red wine as the white wine. So mm. stick to the red wine, guys. That's what you're supposed to be What'd doing. What did they say about beer? They didn't mention beer. Uh, all right, beer's okay then. Sorry, well... I guess, yeah. That's to, and, and once again, in uh, in moderation would be a good thing. Now we're going to save two stories for later on when we think Mr. Downs might be with us. Okay, okay. I have to do my movie theater review. That's right. That and then that's that's the big. Oh, one. you did that last night. Yes. Yes, she did that last night. And then then uh, the other is the the names of the the last names of the royals. Oh, Great Britain. yeah. So we'll the original Iron Man suit. Did you hear about this? Did not. No. The one that was worn by uh, Robert Downey Jr. Right. in the 2008 Marvel Studios uh, has been stolen, apparently. Oh, no. This thing is valued at $320,000. Wow. Yeah, LAPD reportedly investigating the theft, calling it a suspected burglary between February and April between? this year. Where was it? Um, in the, in the uh, prop storage area. Oh, was, oh I thought you said facility. it was going to be in Tony's house, Tony Stark's house. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, it's uh, actually in, in, uh, in we, some city in California. You know, the okay. first one, Jeff Bridges actually stole the suit, and he was the bad guy in the movie. Maybe Jeff Bridges stole oh, it in real life. Well, that could be. That uh, that might have happened, all right? Actress Kate Walsh, who stars in 13 Reasons Why, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has joined the cast of an upcoming Netflix series called The Umbrella Academy. She'll play a character called The Handler, who heads up this bureau, oh. based on a limited series comic book by the same name, The Umbrella Academy, takes place in an alternate history where John F. Kennedy was never assassinated. It is about a, their words, dysfunctional family of superheroes. Woohoo! Oh, interesting. Yeah, and so uh, okay, we'll Okay, for those of works. you who haven't seen 13 Reasons Why, she's also from um, Grey's Anatomy, Grey's Anatomy okay. and Private Practice. Gotcha. Yeah. Big numbers for Paula Peretti's last episode on NCIS oh, on I Tuesday bet. night. Show pulled down 14.8 million viewers. That's about 20% over last week's episode and the best rating this season, as you can imagine. Uh, the number two show for the night, also on CBS, Bull, which managed 11 million. But Roseanne had 10.2 million. However, Roseanne is number one overall in that 18 to 49 age group, even beating out NCIS. Oh wow! Yeah, it's amazing. And again, they're they're looking at uh, you know Tim Allen coming back now because yeah, of Roseanne's resurgence, standing. which uh, you know would probably. Makes some sense, I yeah, guess. But Last Man Standing, I mean, that was recent. That was a couple of that's years true. ago. That's true. Oh, uh, yeah, that's not, not home improvement. Like 20 years day. ago, yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, T-Swizz. T-Swizz. What'd you hear? Oh, that she received. Are we talking about her and Katy Perry? Well, and then just the the concert, too. Right. You know. Oh, man. Well, I've, I've seen pictures just okay. posted, mm-hmm. um, and it looks amazing. Apparently, there were a lot of snakes. Yes. Well, so that's oh. kind of the theme of, oh. of reputation of okay. the album. Like, all of her merchandise has this, like, serpent on it, uh-huh. and... Um, one of her microphones has this really cool snake on ah. it. She uses several different microphones. She says the someone called me a snake on social media. I think it goes back to the Kim Kardashian and Kanye West controversy. Oh, okay. um, and so this is kind of her like stab at that. Oh. So she's just being petty. Is that what but, you're saying? Um, anyway, Katy Perry <laughs> sent her because they've been feuding since like 2009. I, I really don't know about what, but Katy Perry sent her a real olive branch. This was like the night before her first concert with a a note kind of apologizing Uh, and saying, let's move on there. Gotta love rich people, right? Yeah, they did. She did 24 songs in the set. Oh, not full 
full version. Some of them were mashed oh, okay. up in medleys, okay? okay? Opener was ready for it. Her um, her encore was Shake It Up. Oh, she is. We played yesterday, right? right? Isn't that what right, we played yesterday? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, see, that's one I could pass on. 59,000 fans. That's yeah, a lot of people. It's crazy. Yeah, she made pretty good money, I guess. Where was that. that at? That one was in Arizona. Yeah, that was at Phoenix. that stadium oh, yeah, where the, they had the Super Bowl. Yeah, or whatever. where they had the uh, yeah. Super Bowl, you know, the University and of Phoenix And she's stadium. got Charlie XCX, who is a British pop singer, opening for her along with uh, Camila Cabello. So yeah. she's got like this kind of girl power thing going on. But yeah. It's pretty cool. All right, so. there you go. September so 27th, she plays in Houston. And if anyone wants to buy me tickets, that'd be great. <laughs> This is Today in Texas History. On this day, May the 10th in 1977, legendary actress Joan Crawford died of a heart attack at her home in New York. Crawford was born Lucille Lesueur in San Antonio in 1906. Crawford was an American film and television actress who began her career as a dancer and stage showgirl. As a teenager, she caught the eye of a Metro Golden Mare talent scout and moved to Hollywood in 1925. MGM head Louis B. Mayer launched a family magazine contest to find her a new name. The result was Joan Crawford, a name she never liked. Her career with MGM stretched from 1925 to 1945, and she became one of the company's biggest stars. In 1999, the American Film Institute ranked Crawford 10th on its list of the greatest female artists of classic movie cinema. I bet you didn't know that. That was Today in Texas History. Not everything on YouTube that hurts our kids has to do with sexual and violent videos. Today, we have to ask ourselves, why would YouTube, owned by Google, accept money to encourage our kids to cheat in school? Kim Commando with your Tuesday Consumer Tech Update. Paying someone else to write a student essay is not illegal, but it's flat wrong, and it can get kids kicked out of school, or at the very least, to bring them failing grades. It's cheating, plain and simple. But the BBC, not the American media, has exposed YouTube for accepting paid advertisements from a Ukrainian company that writes student essays. The company is called EduBirdie. It's being endorsed by some of YouTube's big stars. EduBirdie's paid ads appear on more than 1,400 videos on more than 250 YouTube channels. Let me quote the ads. If you cannot be bothered to do the work, EduBirdie has a super smart nerd who will do it for you. Yet another example of bad corporate citizenship. With big tech, it's always about the money. I'm Kim Commando. I've got some big dinner plans for my family coming this week, and it doesn't involve restaurants or takeout or even grocery shopping. Here on the Kim Commando Show each week, I tell you all about simple recipes, gourmet touches and flavors, delivered right to your door with garden-fresh pre-measured ingredients. Just go to HelloFresh.com, choose from a variety of recipes across veggie, classic, and family plants. Then your meals arrive with easy-to-follow full-color instructions. With HelloFresh, you'll whip up dinner in just 30 minutes or less. And there are lots of one-pot recipes for speedy cooking and minimal cleanup after a busy day. After two or three weeks of HelloFresh, you'll love your new dinner routine. I know I do because of how simple and fun it is to cook and enjoy delicious home-cooked meals. For a limited time, get $30 off your first box at HelloFresh.com Kim plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com Kim for $30 off your first order. Lowfresh.com slash Kim. 
WTAW news time is 8.32. It's 66 degrees. We'll take a look at your forecast coming up after the news brought to you by Signature Care Emergency Center. For medical care and emergency room needs, your care is our signature. Visit ercare24.com. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. Five members of a former Texas A&M fraternity have lost their bid to throw out drug-related evidence that was seized following the death of a sixth member almost two years ago. The former members of Sigma Nu fraternity who are facing felony drug charges were in Brazos County District Court last September. Their lawyers finished submitting written arguments last November, and the district attorney's office announced yesterday the judge denied the motions to suppress. No trial dates have been set for those charged with felonies. According to online records, sixth and seventh former members who are charged with misdemeanor drug possession crimes have court appearances set for this September and October. And an eighth and ninth former member have completed requirements of deferred disposition, resulting in charges being dropped of possessing drug paraphernalia. The group was arrested following the death of Anton Gridneff, who died of an accidental overdose of several types of opiates following a party at the College Station Frat House in August of 2016. Bill Oliver, News Talk 1620 WTAW. The first six months of College Station's first food truck park have gone so well that the city council at its last meeting agreed to drop the requirement that operators have two police officers on duty on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Police Chief Scott McCollum told the council they haven't seen the activity they expected when the food truck operation in Northgate began last December. What we have noticed is uh, very uh, nominal uh, activity in the area. We've worked with the the applicant to to make sure we can uh, mitigate any kind of problems. The operators did not ask the council to expand the choices of alcoholic beverages or to expand beer and wine sales past midnight. This afternoon is the dedication of the newest Monarch Butterfly Way Station in the Twin Cities. The location is the Butterfly Garden at Rock Prairie Elementary School and College Station and has been in existence for 20 years. PTO member and parent Jessica Matthews, who was in charge of the garden, says students are very excited. Especially when they go out and they see a monarch butterfly actually getting nectar from some of our plants. Or even we had a monarch butterfly laying eggs in our garden this week. Um, and me and some students after school one day, we went out and we actually collected all the monarch eggs so we can go to classes and we can watch these caterpillars be raised from egg all the way to butterfly. Today's dedication program, which begins at 3.30, includes a butterfly release. If you're not in or interested in agriculture, one reason to follow the development of the next federal farm bill is that's where food stamps come from. Congressman Bill Flores of Bryan says 8 to 12 million could get off food stamps if Congress passes a new work requirement. Taking a, a step toward welfare to work and dependency to independence and poverty to prosperity by requiring that people that are on food stamps, if you're between 18 and 59 and you don't have kids under six, and you're not disabled, then you should be looking for work. Flores, during a visit on our show, says the number of food stamp recipients have dropped from 42 to 24 million in the last year and a half. WTAW news time is 835. It's 66 degrees. You can text us any time of the day, 979-695-1620. This look at news is brought to you by Signature Care Emergency Center. More news anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Rebert, News Talk 1620, WTAW.
when you or your loved ones need emergency medical care fast remember signature care emergency centers we're available 24 hours a day to deliver on demand and the most reliable care for you our experienced nurses and board certified physicians have years of unmatched experience our state-of-the-art facilities will get you the most effective treatment period plus we accept all major private insurance carriers for your convenience for more call 213-5728 or click ercare24.com signature care emergency center located on texas avenue south across from Coles. You put your mower through a lot. All that back and forth on all those acres can add up to thousands of miles. Gravely mowers are built for all-day performance, helping you get the job done season after season. And right now, you can get 0% financing on all Gravely zero-turn mowers. Head to ASAP Equipment at 730 Peach Creek Cutoff Road today. ASAP Equipment, your local independent Gravely dealer. Hurry, at 0% financing, these mowers won't last long. Gravely, built to mow the distance. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and it's that time of year when the housing market starts to pick up steam. So if you have been thinking about selling your home, please know a couple of things. Interest rates are going up. They're going to rise the rest of the year. If you need to sell or you're thinking about it, right now is the time to list your home with realestateagentsitrust.com. I started realestateagentsitrust.com because I knew there had to be a better way to sell or buy a home. And with the market average for selling cycle of six to nine months, you need to get a jump on the rest of the market. Competition is going to be stiff this year, but with realestateagentsitrust.com, my team has assembled the agents who I trust, who you can trust, who will get the most money for your home as quickly as possible. At realestateagentsitrust.com, we've taken the guesswork and anxiety out of selling your home. So put them to work for you now. realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com. realestateagentsitrust.com is a Mercury Real Estate LLC. 837. Let's do some weather. It's brought to you this morning by Ground Shuttle. They offer frequent and reliable luxury shuttles between Bryan College Station, both Houston airports, and also daily service to the Austin airport, too. For your Houston or Austin airport commute, you can reserve it by going to groundshuttle.com. Let them do the driving. There'll be some sunshine across the area for today. It'll also be a warm day with a gusty breeze, highs 85 to 90. There'll be some passing cloudiness from time to time. Clear to partly cloudy tonight, 65 to 70. Partly sunny, breezy again tomorrow. Maybe a stray shower, 85 to 90. Clear to partly cloudy near 70 tomorrow night. Looking ahead to Saturday, clouds and sun, the chance for a shower. Temperatures on Saturday are going to be near 90. I'm meteorologist Rob Carrollton for News Talk, 1620 WTAW. 838, time to find out what's going on at uh, Aggieland Humane. And Carolyn's here this morning. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. You're here because Leah is off doing something that's uh, kind of a neat thing that y'all started not too long ago, an outreach beyond Brazos County. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We've got some funding from the Texas Friendly License Plate. So get out there and buy your your pet-friendly license plate and and watch the money come back to your community mm-hmm. so i'll put a, a plea in for that but yeah she's over with our mobile spay neuter unit i think they're over in franklin today mm-hmm. and they're doing either some free or some real low cost uh spay neuters over there and again it's it's made possible by some wonderful donors but i think primarily by the the pet friendly license plate funding from the state of texas coming back to our community. Yeah, and it's a good thing because if we're in the most populous county, which we are in this case of the surroundings, we don't think about the outreach that's necessary. I mean, the same problems you have with strays there 
spaying and neutering makes a whole lot of difference. Microchipping, all of those kinds of things can also enhance those areas as well. And we just don't necessarily think about it. So it's neat that you've got an opportunity to, to go out and do that. Well, absolutely. And, and dogs and cats don't recognize county lines. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, they might start off one place, but then if they're not spayed and neutered, they're just smelling Mm -hmm. a female that's that's in heat, you Mm -hmm. know, and they're just moving back and forth no matter where. So, and again, when they're out in the country or in rural areas, it's a whole different lifestyle for them, absolutely. uh, Rather than when they're in urban or suburban like we we have here. Well, anyhow, it is springtime, and you do have stuff that's going on at the at the shelter. So tell us about that. We got perfect pageant. Oh yeah, go go online, click on perfect pageant up in the the top bar and look at all of the cute cats that are being nominated for king or queen or you know and and make a donation and vote for one of those and and let them know your support and and then it trickles down to the the pets that come to aggie land humane and so what happens with the winner we have three winners the top three fundraisers will be our spokes cats for the next year and we'll invite them to come out to some of our different events. We'll use their pictures, you know, just to, to promote and, and stand up on, on behalf of, of those cats and those dogs or those chickens and, and goats and other things that come to Aggie Land Humane, sure. yeah. you know, for, for care and for placement in Forever Home. So, yeah. so And it's springtime, so that means you got lots of uh, kitties and dogs and stuff like that? We do. We've been getting some litters coming in to us and everything. So, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff in foster care waiting to get old enough. But we've got, gotten some some kittens and some puppies that, that are coming in and, and ready for adoption, too. So, yeah, we've got some cute things out there. Check the website, www.aggielandhumane.org, and see what we've got available for adoption. And then also, I, it's not too early to start talking about wiener fest. Oh, yeah. October the 14th, it's on a Sunday. We'll have all of our wiener races, our wannabe wiener races. You know, we want to stretch, even though it's called Wiener Fest. Yeah. We accept all dogs out there to have a great time. Costume contest. Get working now, making a contest, coming up with something creative. You know, as much as I love Target or Walmart and all of the the make-ready costumes that they have, you know, make one for your dog. Make huh? one for yeah. your dog. Be some be creative out there. But it's yeah, October the fourteenth, perfect pageant, adoptions, you know, spays and neuters going we you know, we're busy. Got out it going there. on. All right, what's the website again? We do. Uh www.aggielandhumane.org, 979-775-5755, and just hit extension 100, and you don't have to go through our voice message system, and come see us, 5359 Leonard Road. Thanks a bunch. Thank y'all. Yep, visit with the folks from Humane Society on Thursdays. And we also visit with the city of Bryan folks, and uh, Jason Barfnick's in here this morning. He's the director of public services. How are you today? Doing fine, sir, and you? Good. Um Busy times going on in your place. I guess uh, we could just maybe let's start with, uh, I was trying to think of the things that, that probably inconvenience people the most, ends up being good stuff as far as the city when it's all said and done. But, for instance, over on South College, how are we doing on the road work over there? Well, we're doing well. We hope to uh, have that completed, at least the road portion, by July of this year. Uh, TxDOT is still working on the sidewalks, kind of a joint project between us and, sidewalk, and uh, TxDOT on the sidewalk there. So... We hope to be done with our portion in July, and then TxDOT will finish up the sidewalk in uh, 
late fall of 2018. And if folks, I don't go on University Drive anymore, just try not to because there's too much traffic. But right there on South College on from Hensel Park in, you're, you're adding sidewalks there and then going up toward the farm patch so people understand if they happen to do that, that's that's a safety situation and a convenient situation too, right? Correct. It's actually a, kind of a unique situation there in that from Villa Maria to Sulphur Springs is the city of Bryan's responsibility and then starting at Sulphur Springs going on down to University and the College Station, that's actually Spur 308, and TxDOT uh, okay. maintains that portion of the roadway. So, Well, that's probably also interesting to try to coordinate with them because clearly they're on a different kind of a contract schedule than y'all are. It is. We were actually able to get some grant funds to do that joint project with them and so able to extend that sidewalk on down to Hensel Park. So. As it stands right now, do we know when that, that area, like from the farm patch up to uh, Villa Maria, will be done? The uh, sidewalk portion. Well, just the whole thing with the street and the sidewalk. I think we're we're shooting for July of twenty eight of this year. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, we'll be glad to. It'll be pretty when it's all said and done, but it is inconvenient a little bit. That's on that side of town. Anything uh, going over on the east side of town we'd want to talk about? Well, east side of town, we have the University Drive extension that we've extended. Uh, we're we're waiting to open that roadway up. We've got a few things that are going on now. We're putting in the landscaping. And uh, the developers building uh, several apartments and some other things back in there that will be visible whenever we open the road and those get completed. So we mm. have that going on as far as new construction. And timeline for that, do we hope? Uh, hopefully in the next four to six months we'll have that open. Okay, so before the end of the year then. Yes, sir. Okay. And that will change. That is, that's going to be a game changer. That will uh, Traffic flow is something that, that we'll see a big difference when that happens. Uh, it right? will be, yes, sir. What else as far as uh, traffic is concerned? Well, up on the north end of town at Old Hearn and Wilkes around the bottom school area, we have that uh, road construction that's been going on all school year, but we hope to wrap it up this summer, and it'll be open up and ready with new sidewalks for the kids to get to school and new roadways for people to get in and out of bottom school and in that area uh, for the next school year. So we're happy to wrap that up. And Jason Barfick here from the city of Bryan. Okay, then there's Relis. Now, as you as city, if you're dealing with a developer, you can kind of get the timeline set the way you'd like to, but if you're dealing with Relis, it's a little bit different critter. Talk about that some. Well, they, they kind of drive the schedule on w when they need things. So right now I think there's some discussion about roadway improvements. Uh, the two roads that lead into that are TxDOT controlled with Highway 47 and, and Highway 21. So uh, working through that with the staff is the MPO and looking to see what we can do uh, there to make some improvements to get people in and out of that campus safely. Uh, we do have a waterline project that we're extending up Highway 47. If Relis Campus needs some supply, whether it be emergency supply or getting water from us, then we'll be able to supply them some water. I know Kelly Templin just moved over there, so we'll be working with him on, on what the needs are as far as utilities goes. You know, we talked to the folks from the City of College Station and how they're meeting their water needs. They're going to be adding a water tower soon. Uh, you oversee water as far as the City of Bryan is concerned. Tell us uh, what we're looking like here in the next four or five years. Well, we, we also are looking to purchase some property now. We're working with a developer to purchase property on the west side uh, to go in conjunction with this waterline project for a water tower site. It's probably on our five to ten year horizon to add a water tower on the west side. Um, we've been doing some rehab on some wells. We've done some well line projects. Uh, as far as supply goes, we're, we're in pretty good shape. As you know, we're part of the groundwater district, and so they, the two counties, Robertson and Brazos County, they regulate uh, the groundwater as far as permitting goes and i have a little bit of information there on that if we get to it to be yeah. able to share well let's talk about that a little bit because it is i mean i'm a little bit water geeky about that but it is important i mean this is clearly something you have to have for that and for wastewater i mean uh you can only control so much and uh, this is something you want to be able to have a good handle on yeah being able to have a good water supply for this area is is vital for 
not only the two cities but A&M and the surrounding counties and economic development and growth. And uh, one of the things that our groundwater district does that kind of flies under the radar, it doesn't get advertised a lot, is education. And uh, Alan Day is the general manager and Megan Haas, who's the education and conservation outreach coordinator. They put in quite a bit of effort within the two counties throughout the school year in educating the, the local kids. Uh, just to give you a few numbers, they visited 50 schools this year uh, in both counties. Uh, they made 353 presentations. They ran 106 labs. Uh, they instructed 7,080 students um, over a period of 92 days. And that's primarily in fourth, fifth, and seventh grade students in those uh, 50 schools. So they've been doing that for a couple of years, so we're getting out and making the kids aware of water conservation. and uh, Don't run the water when you're brushing your teeth, right? Correct. And those types <laughs> of things, you know, and when to use water and how much is right to, to water enough for your yard and those types of things. And then those kids are taking those um, practices home to their parents and, and being able to, to build that in this community so that long term we can sustain sustain that water supply here locally so sure. it's very important work for that they do jason barfnick here from the city of bryan of course brazos county is an interesting county because there's a big agrarian need here for water but we've got some couple of pretty good sized cities and that battle is going to be fought in austin i guess for the years to come what are your thoughts are do you think uh, austin's going to inject themselves into to water rights well you know every year it comes up during the uh during the session on water rights and it it seems to come down to the to the rural landowners versus the cities. Uh, but here locally, you know, we, we work pretty well um, together on the board. We, we've got a pretty good board now uh, at the Groundwater District. Uh, Jan Rowe, who's the former judge in Robertson County, she chairs our board. And um, you know, we, we have our differences, but in the, air, in the end, we think we've been fair up to this point to being able to meet those needs. Um, there's a lot of staff from in the city of Bryan and, and probably in, that work in Brazos County that come from the surrounding communities, which are rural, and they benefit from having the economic growth here locally. But they're able to go home to their rural setting and, and enjoy that lifestyle. So we need to be able to work hand in hand together, and, uh, recognizing the, the rights that the rural landowner has and the needs that the city sure. uh, have as well. Now, from a development standpoint, um, boy, we're getting more and more rooftops, and that's important. You have to do that, but then that, that brings you some infrastructure challenges as well. Speak to that. It, it is. Uh, you know, the, we're experiencing some good growth in Bryan on both the east and the west side. Uh, you know, as time has evolved, the um, fixtures in the homes require less water, so that's a good thing. And, uh, you know, we've done some good planning on as far as the water side goes, and we're looking to build a new wastewater plant on the east side to be able to handle future growth and hopefully um, be able to provide opportunities for more development in the city of Bryan and, and in that area of town so that the communities can continue to grow and still meet the needs. Sure. What's our timeline, do we think, on wastewater plant over on the east side? Uh, you know, I'm, we're, we're hopeful. We're, we're looking for some property. Hopefully within the next 10 years we'll have something uh, on the ground over there that will be taking some of the flow, and then over a period of time we would uh, transition Burton Creek out, which is uh, there off of University Drive, and transition that flow over to the new plan as we'll be able to grow and, and slowly work our way out of the Burton Creek area. Certainly there are two ways that cities will uh, raise money. One is through bond and one is through certificates of obligation. Where's Brian as far as that goes? Yeah, we typically issue our revenue bonds for our wastewater stuff. Uh, we, we have gone and, and gotten some um, low interest loans from, from the state and we've actually gotten some grant money when we did Thompson's Creek from the EPA. So 
you know, we'll look for other sources that, that we can minimize the interest cost on the money that we'll need to borrow to, to build that expensive plant. Okay. Well, all right. That's the way things are going in Brian. Anything else we needed to cover today? Well, I got a few things. Sure. Uh, just, just some reminders for the, sta- uh, for the residents out there. Uh, this time is the grass and weed season. And uh, for code enforcement, uh, any grass that's 12 inches or taller needs to be mowed or else you could face a citation from the code officer. Mm-hmm. Another one is to make sure if you're putting out your solid waste containers to pull them back in from the right away 12 hours after service and to make sure that the cans, when they get put out, that they're accessible for the, for the driver. You know, put them up next to a car or in between cars. The driver needs some room to operate. And the last thing is on the brush and bulky, uh, it's one of the most um, services that we get that compliments on. Mm-hmm. Um, please make sure that you put out two separate piles at the curb for the brush and bulky, one for the brush, one for the bulky, at least five feet away from any objects. We do have folks that may stack something up against a fire hydrant or against a gas meter or something like that, and the grapple comes down and grabs that pile. It, it tends to pull up everything it gets a hold of. Sure, so sure. Yeah. We uh, just appreciate the... Appreciate the residents' cooperation on putting that material out. Well, I'd echo it. Those guys are the best. They really are. They work hard at that. Appreciate yes, the time this morning. Yes, sir. Thank you. You bet. Jason Barford here from the city. Brian. The community interview heard every weekday morning on News Talk 1620 WTAW includes a political paid-for message by Margaret Meese. Thanks, Brazos County, for your overwhelming support in the primary election for Brazos County District Clerk. I ask of you again to please vote for me, Margaret Meese, for Brazos County District Clerk in the May runoff election. Hi, I'm Mark Hamlin. I want to thank you for the past 23 years as serving as your district clerk of Brazos County. Today, I want to endorse Margaret Meese to succeed me. Margaret Meese will develop a partnership with the experienced staff that we currently have. Margaret's legal and technical background will allow her to properly administer the many duties of the district clerk, including jury services, e-filing for all courts, and managing $3.5 million in fiduciary funds. Her diplomatic nature will continue the progress for Brazos County. It has been very rewarding to me personally to know the quality of people and the expertise that we have in Brazos County is second to none. Margaret Meese will continue this tradition. Knowing me as an attorney, Justice of the Peace, Brazos County Department Head, fellow Republican and friend, current District Clerk Mark Hamlin sought me, Margaret Meese, out and encouraged me to run, saying that I will be well able to continue the work that he started in this office. I would appreciate your vote. Political and paid for by Margaret Meese. Hi, I'm Teresa Hernandez. And I'm Barbie Springer. At Brenham National Bank, we have the best customers in town. To show our thanks, please join us for lunch at our annual Customer Appreciation Day on Friday, June 15th from 11 to 2. We are located at the corner of Earl Rutter Freeway and Southwest Parkway in College Station. If you don't know Brenham National Bank, come meet our friendly staff and see why we are the best in town. That's June 15th, Brenham National Bank. We make banking fun. Member FDIC. Bases are loaded and Tub Light hits a grand slam. Release the bubbles. Score thousands in savings today. Tub Light Chevrolet is loaded with new Chevrolet. And we will not be undersold. From Silverados to Cruises. From Camaros to Tahoe. We will not be undersold. So before you round third for home, stop by Tub Light Chevrolet and score an incredible deal. All roads lead to Tub Light Chevrolet and Bryan College Station. Chevy, find new roads. More details at TubLight.com. Could you get them to replace that program? Sure. That way you'd have better headphones. Is there is there a way you could play my intro? It's been a long time. I mean, <laughs> oh. man. I mean, it, well, 
Why so would... demanding. I know. It's the ego talking. That's what you get when you're the boss. Show about nothing. That's, how about that one? You like that one all right? Uh, no, do. never mind. <laughs> oh, he's the boss. I feel better. Okay, he's good. the man. Yeah. He's. Area man, Mr. Ben Downs. So about that thing you got to go to that I didn't, Chelsea, go yeah, ahead now. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't, none of us were invited. Yeah. So I've never been to a movie theater like this before where I you think. can order at your seat. And yeah. so just wanted to put that out you there. You like that, okay. Huh? Yeah. Chelsea's um, never been to a movie theater Well, like I just, this. so this was my first experience. Like and so this before. It, uh, it, it was a very, very nice movie theater. You take an escalator up. And then you enter this like lounge area with a full service bar and uh-huh. you know cocktail tables and stuff like that. How were the drinks? Uh, it was fine. They had my favorite wine on the list, so I was pretty pumped about that. Okay. The alcohol was full price, but all of the food items were only two dollars. Oh, that's good. And so Kate oh, and I sampled a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, my stomach still hurts. They but have automatic it was, it was reclining great. seats. Yes. Yeah, so your seat has a button on it, and you press it, and it it slowly lifts your legs that's, up. That's, that's very clever yeah. that you two would be shocked by that since every theater yeah. in town has had I, those right. exclusively. I, I, I literally have not been to Ex- a movie theater in, in, in town in uh, town in since a, those seats have been. Next you're going to tell me that the seats are leather. Yeah, right. really. Yeah. Reclining okay. leather luxury yeah. liners. And then yeah. you've got your little table. Okay, I will say, I will say, I think if you were going, what you mentioned yesterday, if you're going to see a movie that you are really, really into and you need to focus, yeah. this is not the place to go see it. Okay. Because there are waiters and waitresses walking up and down the aisles at all times mm-hmm. of the movie because people are ordering things. Well, the, did that ruin the viewing experience? A of couple of I, times of, I completely of, missed something oh. in the movie. Because so, she's like, squirrel! Right, right. Well, I mean, if she's taking your order and the movie has already begin begun, like, yeah, I mean, you're. I, I looked up and I was like, oh, I Chelsea, don't, well, Chelsea, happened. Chelsea, easy girl. You were watching. I'm just saying. You were watching. I feel pretty. Right, and that's what I'm saying is if you are going to a movie that you're really into and you need to focus on, like Interstellar last night, or, right, or last night wasn't like that, that big of a deal. Yeah. And so you're still able to laugh and you know just kind of oh whatever. Was it a packed theater? Uh yeah. Okay. Wait would, a minute. Well, I would I would hope. Were there? You mean there were empty seats in there? No, that were I, not being used. I don't think so. You mean oh, we could have no. gone? Well, you. I think they still. Someone still to purchase this ticket. It was like a dollar. Oh, so Jordan, yeah. thank you, Jordan from the chamber, who asked Kate, who then asked me, and so we all went. But I think she had to reserve <sighs> seats for like a dollar a piece. Oh, okay. But she still got some special email and got invited. So I guess you wouldn't know about the prices, how they mark up compared to the rest of the It's movie already theaters. online, but I don't know. Uh-huh. I didn't look. I think the price, if I can remember, because like I say, there's a little something like that in Tyler, Studio Movie Grill. She's, just, she's never going to go to another movie anywhere Anywhere again. besides there. And yeah. th- to, this was it for two years. Me, right. I'm just sitting Probably. here waiting. That's right. All right, so what are the Royals' last names? Okay, what are the Royals' last names? And I it went, depends. I went, I went and looked this up. Uh, Saxe 
Coburg Gotha. Sasha uh, Gotha. Gotha. Okay, you try. That's that German thing, and they they decided to get rid of that. And now they they talk more like. George V got rid of it. And do you know what precipitated getting rid of it? We said World War I yesterday, but do you know what really precipitated it? You probably went and looked it up to remember. The Germans. No, 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 I know this. The Germans had just dispatched a fleet of Gouta bombers over London. Oh. And that was. And it was at that point that yeah. the royal family of uh, Saxa, Coburn, Gotha decided, you know, that's enough of this. Are so you, they changed it Chelsea, to... Chelsea, um, you still awake? Uh, what? Yeah. They changed it to <laughs> Windsor's. Come on, this is a woman stayed awake during I Feel Pretty. That's right. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Man, no kidding. Okay. And then, but, uh, but the queen herself is only a Windsor. Her progeny are Mountbatten Windsors. That's, that's exactly right. Despite what the crown told Of course it's right. Yeah. Did you know that she had a corgi breeding program yes. inside Buckingham? Uh, no, inside Windsor Palace. Well, inside Windsor Palace, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But anyway, they, they picked the name after the... After the uh, um, castle. Oh, that yeah, that's it. They're named, the they're named for their house. Oh, I, like, thought, yeah. I thought it was the other way around. Like the House of Downs. All right, Time's we're up. back tomorrow. <laughs>